Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Making Money Being You. I'm Caroline Deacon. I'm your host. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for about a little over a decade now, and I am so excited to interview this guest today. Her name is Sherry Bamber. <laughs> Sherry and I have known each other for a while now, and she's been a very special and powerful part of my life. And one of the best things about Sherry with other people just may not know is she's actually a very successful entrepreneur. She didn't go to school for it. She didn't get in training for it. It's just, it was just in her heart. She has passions and she found really creative ways to make money using those passions. Sherry, thank you so much for being here today. I'm super excited about it. Oh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> you know, we're, we're exchanging pleasantries. It reminds me of that. Did you ever see the movie, The Help? The what? The Help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when they're interviewing with the junior league and, oh, it looks great. Yes, I couldn't be more tickled. And so anyway, all right. <laughs> cut with the soft sugary coating, whatever. Sherry and I know each other really well. So I'm just going to start off with asking you one question. <clears throat> what do you think is one thing about you that would surprise people? Oh, gosh. Um, probably the number of times I've been <laughs> married. <laughs> <laughs> the number of times you've been married okay well you asked sir yeah i know and i get it that's right that probably would yeah because yeah um, hey i've been there girlfriend <laughs> yeah all right okay so tell me about you know when you and i met you actually had a a professional cleaning business i and, did and how many years did you do that uh 20 almost 21 years I started that. Yeah, I started it when my last child was born, and um, I started it basically to um, make more money because I was working in retail and I was on commission, and just I I just I needed to make more money, and so um, I was actually trying to hire a housekeeper, and a, a group came in. My house was filthy. They came in, they cleaned it. it. They were there about three hours. And when they left, I thought, wow, yeah, I paid them like $60 back then. And uh, I thought that's $20 an hour. And at the time I was making $9 an hour. So I thought, well, I could give myself a really good raise by starting my own business. And I did. And it was just overnight success. I mean, I had really? some clients. Yeah. Within a month, I had 30 clients, which was awesome. And I had been um not a manager at the store where i, I worked at francis con and Roanoke, mm -hmm. and um, i had um i just had a very trustworthy position so people knew they could trust me and they hired me to clean their house and they were surprised because they thought i would have opened a little shop myself but um yeah, francis con for those of you who don't know what that is that was is it still in business? I don't think so, right? It is still in business. Um, it's it's a upper high end dress shop. Yes, me. a high end boutique. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very much so. So you had established all these contacts, people that already know you, knew you, liked you, and trusted you, which right. is essential before anybody's going to buy anything, even for a dollar. Um, yeah. You know, so you had that, and you just started to spread the word, and within a month, you were full. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty you, amazing. And so you did that for two decades. I did. And then you moved on to something different. 
I did. I got burned out on cleaning houses. I had crews and stuff at one point and I just got really tired. So I asked a very good friend of mine <laughs> if she had any suggestions on what I could do. And she said, yeah, you know, she was working in um, the spa business at the time. And she said, you should try massage therapy. They make really good money and you've got the touch for it. You know, so, um, so I went to school, had no idea how hard it was going to be. <laughs> I just thought I was going to go in there and they would just teach me how to rub backs, you know, just yeah. not, no idea how extensive this yeah. year in school was going to be. So anyway, I, I went to school and um, got the degree and uh, it was hard and it was hard starting over. You know, I had given up this, I sold the cleaning business, which allowed me to go to school because the girl that bought it, she gave me a percentage of the business the first year after I graduated from school. So I worked with her in the mornings, then went to school in the afternoon. And then after I graduated, she gave me a percentage and that was my income. And I actually rented my main house out and lived in my little cottage, which is a, it was a guest house across the driveway. I lived there for a year and rented the big house out. So that worked great. and oh, gave yeah. me no money. I worked at an organic farm across the street from me that first year, that summer, and um, just did everything I could to make money because, you know, I needed it to survive. So, And you had two girls, too, two daughters. I, well, they were they were grown by then. Yeah, I raised my girls when I had the cleaning service, but they had both left. They, you know, were both gone out of the house and everything when I decided to go back to school. Okay. And um it worked out pretty well renting. I lived in my cottage, absolutely loved it. I got rid of pretty much everything I had. Um, I downsized tremendously. The cottage, my house that I moved to, this, the main house is 1,500 square feet. The cottage is 500 square feet. So I downsized a lot and loved it. It was awesome. It's so much, it was such a freedom, you know, not having to keep up with all that stuff. And then I did that. And then I got a job in um, Wintergreen, came back home after that. I, I worked like a summer up there and uh, got back. And I didn't really know what to do with the cottage. I had tried renting it out. I tried doing the massage therapy there. Um, it was just hard to get people to come up to the mountain. So I ended up working um, several places in Roanoke, having several different locations in Roanoke. And then my daughter gave me the idea this was 2015. She said, mom, you should put your cottage on Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And wow, I did. And it was amazing. Um, that right there was the, <laughs> that was the pivot point, right? Yeah, definitely. That's when it became passive, semi-passive income, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then it so became the main So you started when your girls were little, you had a cleaning business. Um, you moved, you sold that, got a profit on it. And put yourself through massage therapy school where mm -hmm. you did massage. And I know you still do. And you're an awesome massage therapist. Yeah. And <laughs> I want you to share the link to your Airbnb at the end of this, by the way. Um, then you moved in to your home on Bent Mountain, which is stunningly beautiful here in Virginia and uh, downsized. So you're always making shifts. You're always making room for the next yeah. wonderful thing in your life. And that's yeah. something I've always admired about you, Sherry. 
you've always <laughs> done that. You've always taken initiative and you don't, you don't, it's not an aggressive masculine approach. It just is, you're just always watching and seeing, mm -hmm. you know what, this feels right. Okay, I'm going to do this yeah. hands on. So then you open the Airbnb. And by the way, that cottage is magical. It is oh, magical. Thank you. And tell me about how that's been for you. What has that changed your, how has that changed your life? Oh, wow. Well, it has allowed me to move all the business that I do up to the mountain where I live. Um, the massage. The last, yes, oh, the massage yeah. business. Um, I moved, all of my clients followed me up here. I, I, um, I had a building in Roanoke and I was renting that out and I decided that I would just come up here and do my business here. And all of the clients said, yeah, we'll follow you. This was after the the uh, Airbnb took off because what was happening was I was getting so busy with the Airbnb that it was becoming difficult to have time to do massage in the valley because it's a 30 minute drive, you know, down to where I was doing massage. So I just said, okay, everybody can come here. I'll do the massage therapy here. I can take care of the Airbnb. And then if I had a cancellation, it wasn't a big deal. And it's, it's worked fantastic. Now I have all of my clients come to me, people that stay at the Airbnb will get massage from me. And, you know, it's funny, the massage therapy, I mean, it's good. It, it's still a good business, but I make more money with the Airbnb. You know, I don't really need to do the massage therapy. I just do it because I love it. So can but, you tell uh, us a little bit more about the money piece that how has that freed you up, freed up your time, freed up, changed your life? In other words, you saw an opportunity mm -hmm. and... I don't think you realized what a huge success it was going to be at the time initially. I did not. I had no idea. I mean, at the time when I started the Airbnb, I was renting that cottage out. I think it was, uh, I was getting 350 at first a month. <laughs> I almost get that on a weekend now. It's so funny. Um, and then I raised it to four. I went from 350 when I first started running it out. The last time I rented it out, it was 480. And that's when I decided to put it on Airbnb and not rent it out monthly anymore. And I mean, it's it's a whole lot more money now. I mean, it's it's close to like 3500 a month that that we get. So, it's pretty good. <laughs> that is so fantastic. And so when you <clears throat> when you do this, what's the upkeep? with taking like, so what you've done for those who are, who are listening and watching is, you know, she didn't go into this thinking, I'm going to buy a property that's got a cottage on it. And this is how I'm going to make the money. She's let things unfold. And there's, that's a different way to do it. You, you chose a home that you love. That's not a huge, you know, place on the mountain, but it's in a location that you love. And it's, it's mm -hmm. a, it's a nice, beautiful home yeah. and, that you could afford. And it came with yeah. a, Shall we call it a shed, cottage? What do you want it? Was it? Oh, it was, <laughs> it was a mess. Oh my God, it was a mess. We literally deconstructed it and rebuilt it. I had a guy named Abel and that was helping me. He lived up to his name. I mean, everything I would ask him about, he would always say, it's doable. <laughs> we, I well, love that. Abel, Can you do this? It's doable. That place. It was hysterical. We, um, oh my God, we... <laughs> I keep thinking we could salvage something. We got all the way down to the foundation and even the foundation was messed up. So he had to beef up the foundation before he built it back up. It was crazy. I mean, hindsight's always 2020. I would have bulldozed it today. If I, you know, if I knew then what I knew now, I would have bulldozed it and just rebuilt something. But 
it is what it is. You know, we just, I mean, it's small. It is small. Oh, yeah, it's only 500 square feet. Yeah. So you've got this 500 square feet money machine, really. Yeah. So when you have guests and you you stay pretty booked year round, you're on Airbnb, you've had some great Mm -hmm. reviews and Mm -hmm. you're in the mountains of Virginia, but it's not like you're, you know, it's not like you're uh, hanging over the mountain. People just, it doesn't, in other words, my point is to take a piece of your property and flip it to an Airbnb. It doesn't mean you have to be on top of the most stunning view in the valley. It really no, absolutely not. We get a lot of people that just need or they just stay overnight. Um, we're a good halfway point. Well, we're a halfway point in traveling. A lot of people going up and down the East Coast um, and also people going west from Virginia going west. They'll stop for a halfway point. But we also get a lot of traffic from the um, parkway. Mm-hmm. And the Blue Ridge Parkway. The Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah. So. I would say to someone that was thinking about doing this, you know, you don't have to have oceanfront property or, you know, or, or something, but you need to, you need to make it desirable in some way. Mm-hmm. And it can be price. It can be location. If you're downtown, if you're near an airport, whatever, but, you know, you kind of need some, something that people are going some reason for them to want to stay on your property. Um, anyone, you know, thinking of doing it. So what would you say that is for you? What kind of language do you use on your Airbnb? Well, we're near. But a lot, lot of people choose you. Pardon? Why do people choose you? They choose us a lot for the hiking in the area of the Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, we have wineries and, you know, mostly to come and see me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, international travel, just to get a glimpse of Sherry. That's right. Uh, magic hands. Yeah, people will be like, oh, you're Sherry. I am. <laughs> no, they, but That's you know, awesome. we've been doing this since, 20, well, I've been doing it. My, my husband and I just got married um, five years ago and um, he hit, he helps me now with it all the time but people have read we have so many reviews I mean I've got I think close to 600 reviews now and so all the reviews you know people love it they come up here it's um during COVID it was it was so awesome to be able to offer the cottage to people that needed to get out of the city people were just terrified and they ran here as a respite just just a a beautiful haven Mm-hmm. safety and they felt safe here and they were you know oh, it's wow. across from our house it's across the driveway we didn't have to have any interaction um they were just able to come and and they loved it I mean I have a lot of reviews from people saying that um this was a safe haven in a storm people have gotten caught in snowstorms and stayed here they've got caught in horrible thunderstorms and stayed here um, most people plan, you know, but a lot of, a lot of people, we have instant book and a lot of people stay here just because they find it and they, they just go on there and instant book it and they show up. So it's pretty cool. I've, I've talked to a lot of the people that stay. We've had people stay from other countries. They come over and it's neat. So. Well, it sounds like a dream to me and that we are about out of time, but thank you so much, Sherry, for sharing your words of wisdom and your story. And <laughs> how do people find your Airbnb? It's uh, listed under 
Cozy Cottage in the Blue Ridge, and it's on Airbnb. Cozy Cottage in the Blue Ridge. That's the name of the listing on Airbnb. Check it out. Um, yeah. Sherry, every space she creates feels like a hug for the soul. And she just <laughs> has that gift. So please do check thank it you. out. And if you'll hang around, Sherry, for a minute after I stop this, thank you all for checking this out. It's Making Money Being You with Carolyn Deacon and today's guest is Sherry Bamber. Thank you so much.